In episode 216 of the Upland Property Experts, we got a lot to talk about. They did drop the big news with Totem and the life cycles, along with a couple of other block explorer burning combinations and trying to take all your money. And Happy New Year. You don't want to miss the shenanigans in this episode. Stay tuned. The Upland Podcast with the property expert. If it's happening in Upland, it's the place you want to check first. With your host, too stupid to win and thank me later. Bringing a strategy, musical charts with all the data. This is Upland, where the metaverse goes down. Genesis, and Fran, the Rio, and all around. Don't miss a week, you never know what they'll say next. It's the Upland Property Experts, baby, UPX. Welcome, fellow Uplanders. I'm your co-host, Too Stupid to Win. As always, I'm joined by Thank Me Later. How are we doing in this new year, brother? It's weird to think that this, I guess this, it is our first show of the new year. I can't decide if, like, I feel like this year's already been going on or, like, my brain hasn't quite figured out that it's 2024 yet. It's a very odd sensation. Uh, yeah, I, I'm in that spot, too, where I haven't made the transition into New Year, other than everybody being like, hey, Happy New Year. I'm like, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of weird. But uh, definitely kicking off the New Year right. Uh, lots of big announcements from Upland. Stay tuned. We are announcing uh, the first uh, the, the new, a new art competition uh, collaboration with UpX World and a new art partner that I am very excited to announce. So you want to stay tuned for that. Uh, there will be uh, a, n- a new stream coming uh, this week, actually. Nice. Very yeah. nice. Excited for that. Um, and then, speaking of new streams, Shack Attack has been releasing videos over the next last couple of days so be on the lookout another content creator uh friend of the show and player of the year so definitely look out for her videos and the insight that she has for for the game and uh don't miss out on all the other friends of the show i gotta get a nice little i've said it like six or seven times now i just have to have a little graphic that throws up and shows everybody's either live streams or when they publish their videos just so we can slap it up there Ooh, for yeah friends of the show yes Yes, yes, yes. And we do have the block explorers that Upland is giving away from last week's episode. And the names have been submitted to Upland, so hopefully they'll be contacting the winners here soon. We took a screenshot when Dirk and Edon were with us in the plaza, and we were spun the wheel and took the 25 names. So there's that. And we do have more prizes to give away because we just had so many last week and we were already pushing four and a half hours. It was just, it was ridiculous. But thanks to all the guests that joined us last week. Thanks to everybody that gave us prizes to give away. I had an awesome time last week. I don't know about you. Yeah, no, that's the other thing is like, no, it almost feels like without everybody on the show, it's like, dang, it's kind of a, it's kind of a quiet show. There's still a lot of content to go over. But kind of a quiet show compared to last week. Last week was pandemonium. It was so cool. Yeah, it's and you should have seen behind the scenes, getting everything coordinated, getting it ready. It, it, it was fun to put together and really enjoyed everybody that joined us 
more cheese and the goldsmith for co-hosting with us dirk and edon for throwing the surprise we're going to play a game with you i always love it dirk always surprises us when he joins us yeah no and well done uh to you coordinating and making that all happen that is no small feat anybody who's in the streamer game uh, who runs their own content uh, can appreciate it, but that is a very small majority, small minority, I should say, of the audience. Uh, so for those who don't know, ton of work goes into that. Congratulations. Yes, well. yes. Wolf Warner did. Oh, my God. You, oh. know, you know Wolf was not going to let it be. Oh, my gosh. One point. <laughs> Literally beat me by one point. Congrats, though. You know what? I think really the only thing that matters this season is that you came in last. Um, and I'm happy with that. But, uh, understand your hater. Speaking of feet. Your hater. Interesting. Hmm. All right. I, I, I wish I had a blur screen. I, I got the, I got. Disney. <laughs> I have that, but I don't have a blur screen where I can just blur you out. Get dizzy, dizzy, encourage you with the feet. Uh, also, it, it's happened a while ago, and I keep forgetting every episode. Green Turtle, the ultimate upland hustler, became a chief executive. And yeah, no shout out to to Green Turtle. This is, I mean, that, it was a little while ago, honestly, at this point. Yes. Um, but if you don't know, Green Turtle, absolute OG. Um, one of the biggest, like, renowned uh, free-to-play players. Uh, he is famously, um, like, not put any money. I think he's put, I think $5. he put, like, $5. Yeah, $5 in uh, initially. And, um, yeah. I would have beaten you by both by five <laughs> points. Well, but you, you had didn't. To make it. You didn't. You didn't make it. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, so that is an insane accomplishment. Um, for those you know, chief executive means that you have uh, what a hundred million net worth. A hundred million net worth, which if you were to just buy that, is a hundred thousand USD. So that is a six-figure value account uh, with five dollars in. And keep in mind that that does not include the value of things like. Structure ornaments, legits, block explorers, cars, like that's strictly properties and UPEX. So um, I'm sure that his account is worth uh, a lot more than that. Um, and so that is tremendous work. Uh, plus, Turtle Fam, Rock, gotta love it. <laughs> gotta rep the turtles. Well, yeah, and he, he did it by treasure hunting and selling properties. He just ground it out over, over the four years. And, you know... Today is Shacklin's two-year anniversary in Upland, but sorry to tomorrow is my four-year. Well, it's not tomorrow. Don't steal Shack's <laughs> thunder, you turd bucket. We're almost birthday buddies. Well, you're not. You have to. You have to celebrate tomorrow. Do not take her her way. Be like, well, congrats on two. I got four. Oh, okay. Well, I wouldn't. Okay, next time I just won't. Next year I won't mention Shaq on the fourth for her third year birthday, and just talk about my fifth then. So. Oh my goodness! So sorry. I, I wanted to recognize, knowing that somebody had their upland birthday, we're not going to be on the air tomorrow. 
but it's my fourth. All right, fair enough. Wait, when's my fourth then? February. No, it is not. We've looked this up on the show before. I don't think so. The the blockchain people went out, they found it, and it's... That was because there was a glitch, and it took me forever to get out of visitor status. Yeah, so... When was my first property minted on my account? Blockchain sleuth, someone tell me what was the first first property I bought in San Francisco and what the date was. It was in January. I know it was in January, you <laughs> throttle monkey. A throttle monkey. Uh, Running out of things. And then I do have some sad news, though. Got a shout out, Crypto Worm. We're gonna you're gonna do that at yeah. the top. Of, I mean, all right. Yeah. Uh, and then Go we'll ahead. lighten it back up. But you know, I, I meant to talk about it last week. So much was going on. Uh, Crypto Worm, yeah. uh, friend of the show, met him in Vegas and met his cousin Du Bois there. Uh, unfortunately, Du Bois has passed away. So shout out to Crypto Worm and his family. Sorry for your loss, but you know, we support you here yeah. at the Epics Podcast. So, I mean, it is wild. Like, I mean, it's you know, it is. I say it, like it's weird to think like. At the end of the day, like, while this is a game, it's fun, all that, like, this is still real people. Like, you play a game long enough, you're going to go through losses. I mean, this isn't the first, uh, you know, loss of a community member that we've had. Uh, Certainly won't be the last, but uh, our condolences. And, uh, yeah, that is is never easy. Hi, Cheese. What up, Cheese? Cheese, you bring some sandwiches to help lighten the mood? (laughs) All right, now now let's let's get back to the the show. All right, so new year, new month, and it's always the fun time of looking back and what happened in the last week in the last month. Um, I don't know what happened with the U.S. dollar floor on this slide, but pretty much it says no change. So I'll have to check that. Uh, I was kind of in a rush, but overall pretty steady on the UPEX floor since last week. What up, Edible Napkins? Now, if we go and look at December's top UPEX sales for which cities sold the most in UPEX, Miami, which is expected because Miami was a new city release. I don't know. Like, do we have other like one month on other city releases? How did they go? That feels like, like, what was London and Tokyo like the month after it released? Um, let's see here with the UPEX sales. London had a three hundred and eight million UPEX sale in May of twenty three. Three hundred and eight million. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. But London was was a tier one city. Miami is like a tier seven. Right. Uh, this was the fourth largest sale in OPEX for cities for the year of 2023. Four, fourth largest. Yep, total sales. Total. Oh, wow. So it was barely in the top five then. Right. Dang. Wait, what was the most? Uh, London. London had the highest at $308 million. Okay. 
And then Buenos. What tier is London now? Uh, oh, after the nerf. Yeah, tier after the two nerf. Or three. Yeah, three, I think. But it'll eventually be tier one. I mean, it's still, it's yeah, it's a restricted tier one. It's it's a d it's a d leveled tier one. I don't know how the hell I should say it. And then Buenos Aires, 257 million, Tokyo at 237 million, and then Miami at 199.5. So, looking at that, Los Angeles still holds strong. Los Angeles, though, holds. Yeah, Los Angeles holds strong. And Manhattan always sneaks in there, a little over 100 sales, but still millions and (laughs) millions in UPEX. It's wild, like one-tenth the number of sales, um, but still in there. And then we look at the U.S. dollar side of the house. Miami crushed it, 57,000. I don't know if it, I don't know if I'd say it crushed it. That feels low. I mean, look at, look at L.A. just chugging along at 40, like. It, that is low, Um that doesn't even rate in the top 10. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, don't, nine, ten. No, you don't have to change your name. It's just now you have the community nickname. It's just your <laughs> community nickname. It's it's a badge of honor. We only give silly fun names to people we like. Now imagine and imagine edible napkins. Imagine when we have ten thousand viewers. And you will still be edible napkins. And like they'll be like, what is going on? Like, oh, my God, he has his own nickname. Or they have their own nickname. I, I shouldn't assume uh, what kind of gender the napkin is. But, uh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so Dizzy did point out that U.S. dollar sales weren't available oh. until later in the month because you can't sell U.S. dollars mm-hmm. right away. But but still, it's it was the 10th highest U.S. dollar sales for a city for the year 2023. That's cool. And once again, Manhattan sliding in there, a little over 100. 100 sales, but they are under $10,000. But 8 out of the 10 sales in 2023, or 7 out of the 10 sales in 2023 was owned by Los Angeles and U.S. dollars of being the top <laughs> rank. Um, London was number one overall at 137 million, or I mean 137 thousand dollars, and that was in May of 23. And then Tokyo comes in at number six at 63 thousand, and then Miami's at number ten at 57, and then LA's in between all those. Yeah, so I mean, again, I, I think that really speaks to the the continued value proposition of LA. I mean, we're seeing it, you know, consistently have transactions. It's not a burner city, right? This is not a city that people are buying and flipping just for funsies or for burners. This is a city that has a lot of action um, with nodes, with, uh, you know, popular neighborhoods, collections, things like that. Um, And it's not even sold out. Like, I cannot wait to see how L.A. progresses over the next couple of years, um, which is how long it's going to take to actually mint out, which is kind of crazy. Uh, but once it does, watch out. I think that that'll be a very big milestone for Upland. 
um, I would say, is Los Angeles at 90% sold out and then Los Angeles at 100% sold out. Like those are two really big milestones I'm going to be looking forward to. And we're coming up on January 26th was when we had the initial stress test in uh, Montecito Heights in South Los Angeles. That was a stress test neighborhood. Then they released the southern part of Los Angeles on January 27th of 2022. So 2022, yes, two years. Two years. And then they released North Los Angeles about a week later on February 3rd. Yeah. MetaVentures, right, still has a low mint floor that is slowly minting up. And there are nodes in LA's that are not fully minted but have strong communities. LA is a weird one. LA is a weird one. I really like LA um, for, I would say LA to me is like that, like once you get established in the game and maybe if you're not hunting new cities and you're looking, you know, you have a little bit of money to play with, and you're looking to establish with a new community, it's kind of like that happy middle ground. I, I really feel like it's like the mid-game of Upland. If, you know, your Manhattans and, you know, your high-end nodes are kind of your end game, um, and, like, manufacturing, like, think of all that as end game, uh, and new cities, tier threes, is kind of like the starter package, right? I, I feel like LA happily sits right there in the middle um, as kind of like the mid-game of Upland. Yeah, and if you look at their average sale price, it was $14.24 in U.S. dollars, and in UPEX it was 21426 UPEX, which isn't bad. London's at $26, Tokyo's at $39, um, Manhattan's at $69, Miami's at $30. It's got that nice ground. It's a Tier 1 city with that nice, you know, nice balance of being able to get into. Yeah. Obi-Wan says, love L.A. A lot of activity in the community of this city. Yes, absolutely. Then if we want to see what the top neighborhoods were for the month of December, everything Miami and then Detroit had, downtown Detroit had some sales. Those are expensive properties in downtown Detroit. So That's kind of surprising. Yeah. And that's not usually where you see the burners in Detroit, not in their downtown area. Well, it's seven sales. Those are not burners. Right. <laughs> well, they could be. But it's not in downtown Detroit. Usually it's in the outer neighborhoods of Detroit. Where oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. It, you mean burners in the sense of, oh, yeah. I always forget that. Because in my mind, anyway. Nope. <laughs> Thank you. But, yep, everybody was happy. It looks like about Miami. Looking at it from a U.S. dollar perspective, once again, top three neighborhoods are in Miami. Then you have West End in London and Brentwood in Los Angeles. What up, Lucy? Stay tuned. There's a new art project coming out that I think you're going to be interested in. All right. And then if we compare, I didn't change the top. Dang it. I knew I missed something. So close. So close. So close. Uh, anyway, this is December 23, Upland Sales Stats, looking at December versus November. Um, the U.S. dollar was pretty close, just slightly down. Uh, the average sale price did drop a little bit. Total sales were a little bit lower on the U.S. dollar side. And then UPEX, once again, December was just a little lower than November. 
Yeah. I mean, all things considered, I mean, it's the holidays. People are spending money pre- presumably on their family uh, and uh, gifts and not as much on video games for the most part. So steady numbers towards the end of the year, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, I would expect uh, tax returns are going to be coming up. I think February is a great month um, strategically. Uh, people are getting a little, that tax return, looking to do some some spending, some shopping. Uh, so I would be looking at February, March. I'm expecting to see some pickups, uh, and then especially leading up to Genesis week, some some hype uh, there. Um, so I'm I'm excited to see. I'm expecting some upward trends. Yeah. All right, That's, we spent a lot of time. 20 minutes in. Let's go through. Looking back 30 days. Goodness gracious. Get it together, man. I was trying to skip stuff for you. Jeez. And then you tell me to get it together. Wow. I'll I'll go back and bore you a little more. Just trying to kill the dead air. You nab it. You tell you talking the time. We're 20 minutes in. Let me slow. All right. Like the video. Yes. Great. All right. Go for it. Uh, Don't be a sourpuss. Tell us what tell us what you got. Looking back over thirty days, going back four weeks, uh, Berlin's starting to rebound up twenty percent on the UPEX side and up twenty eight and a half percent on the U.S. dollar side. Uh, other than that, it's a pretty stable market for the month, in my opinion. Yeah, Santa Clara had a little bounce back. That's good to see too. Uh, yeah, no, cool. I mean, a lot of green in the in the in the UPEX, which is cool. Yep. Look at Detroit. Yep. Detroit keeping it keeping the UPEX floor above four thousand UPEX. Still a lot of three dollar hollers. Fresno's the only one that sticks out different at three dollars and forty nine cents. Dang. Some Fresno burners. Sold out. Or Miami you- increased three more percentage from last week. Los Angeles ticked up. Arlington ticked up. All right. Robots bundles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So you, you made the... What were your initial thoughts? It's expensive. Yes. Like... They got to make up their mind. Like, are carts supposed to be cheapy cheaps? Like, are the stats on these different? Did I miss it? Like, are these, like, super-powered co-carts for some reason that I missed? No, they're they're nor- all the go-carts will always have the same stats. It's just different skins. Am I uh, $3? I'll give you 6 <laughs> Um <laughs> Sorry. Um... Yes. No, I mean, wait, but these are, these are actually, um, what about the cost of cards? I think, I think cards should be 10,000 UPEX. These are 75,000 UPEX, right? Because essentially it's 25,000 UPEX a piece and then you have to combine three of them. Well, is that how it worked? Yes and no. If you were able to get a bundle, 
you'll be eligible for the cart sale. So there's a separate cart sale. You can burn for carts, but then they're also going to have a separate cart sale next week. What but was the car, What was the price on the carts? Do they release that? $25. But wait, or you can burn three of the, the things? But, but they're different. So they had 25,000 UPEX or twenty five or twenty four ninety nine. You could buy the bundle. You were yeah. guaranteed a map asset, and then you had a 50% chance of getting uh, a block explorer or a wearable. Okay. And I, I, for $25, there, there's only 900 total of the map assets, and then 450 on your two block explorers and your wearables. Very low number, and it's $25. Now, you have to burn... Well, you don't have to burn. You can choose to burn three of your block explorers and you either get a Volt Vortex or a Cyber Centurion. So that's limiting the number and it's random. It's You just burn the three and you get one of them. And once uh-huh. again, watch your burn combination. And you could burn three of your map assets, one of each, and you get the Sunfire Sentinel cart. Now, if you're able to get just one bundle itself that enters you into the sale for these two, the Crimson Enforcer and the Arctic Guardian cart, which will go on sale next week. These are boring looking carts, dude. I want, I want my UG. Uh, and I, I mean, again, Metaventure is right. Like I'm, I'm with the, the user generated carts looked way cooler. That D tech cart way cooler than these. Um, I'm definitely buying a D tech cart. Right? Like, I'm not wasting my money on this. These should be 10,000 OPEX. After all the hoops you're going to jump through, and, and then you're going to charge 25 bucks for this? It, and then you got to burn it. So it will cost you, if you get one bundle and you're able to get enough, and there were only 450 bundles each. So it's not like you could get back in line, get back in line, and and get enough that it's worthwhile to burn these, and it's costing you either twenty five thousand upex or twenty five dollars. So to burn it, it's seventy five dollars. I, I think it was overpriced. I think it was overpriced. And, and correct me if I'm wrong. Like this isn't with like this isn't like a, a, a partnership with the Transformer series or anything. This is just Upland doing cool Upland things, right? Like this is just them doing an Upland thing. Yes. So again, super cool. You know that I'm always about like the official items, um, but honestly, I don't think it's worth it. Got my three map assets for about twenty bucks on Discord. Well, yeah, because if you think about twenty five bucks, I mean the wearables and the block explorer. So the map assets inside of that are probably worth about you know seven and a half to 10,000 UPEX and you could probably get a bundle for 20. Sure. And then you could burn them and make it. But if these have the same stats as the, oh man, I don't want to say it the wrong name. As the DTEC cart, I, I want to say the Phantom had some cool name too. Is it the Phantom? Um, I can look it up. Yeah. I'm getting Rock Rigo and Shacker nod. Yeah. That thing is dope as hell. I don't care if I have to pay a little bit more UPEX and I know that this kind of goes against what I was saying. Yeah, the Phantom cart. Um, it kind of goes against what I was saying before. Um, and 
you know, I do want to call out the meta venture saying, hey, look, sometimes it's about style. It absolutely is. That still being said, I think carts are still way overpriced. Um, I think 10,000 up X is where they should be for especially ones that look like this. Um, I don't, unless there's something special about them, unless they have better stats or can do something swanky. I don't know. I think they're overpriced. I'd save my money and go get me a Phantom from D-Tech, honestly, like 100%. Now, I like the concept of being able to burn map assets or block explorers to get a rarer type thing, but, man, that's... That is cool. I mean, that's I like that that's a mechanic. What I would like to see is them introduce that for um, a UGC. I'm really hoping that part of their redo of the collaboration that they will low-key announce that that uh, UGC has the ability to do combinations and burns um, and create formulas. Like, I want to be able to create our own formula. That would be dope. Um, I think that that would unlock a lot of potential and use cases for us as uh, user-generated. But and, and so maybe this is all just prototyping for that. Um, I wish that they would have made it cheaper. Um, I think that they're setting themselves up unrealistically. I'm definitely not going to be looking to buy any of these on the secondary myself. It sounds like there were some deals, but man, that's that's tough. They got their three map assets for about $20 on Discord. That's a hell of a discount. Mm, yes and no, because again, keep in mind that that person, if you bought three packs, they also got... Uh, a wearable lock explorers and wearables and the wearables did look super dope right the mech costume looked cool block explorers we know are going to have um or continue to have value especially then if you combine those three and to make one of the super rare block explorers like that's pretty cool yeah do they have an an r series or all the same as far as i'm aware all of the cards at this point have the same stats yes all right. Nope. That's cool. Max 100, burn. Yeah. that. I mean, it is. It's a cool concept. Um, so that's cool. And the Sunfire did actually look pretty dope because the Sunfire was like gold. Um, so that is, that is right. But still, still kind of generic. I'd still take the Phantom 100%. Those are cool. I like the little mechs. Oh, I guess that goes on track with Tokyo, right? Well... But to- it's yeah. Miami now. We're in Miami. That's this feels like something that maybe they wanted to push out for Tokyo, but didn't have time because um, Tokyo is very much more mech, right? right. This feels like a, something that maybe they didn't have ready for Tokyo, or they already had enough stuff. Uh, overall, I, I like the concept. I want to see what they do with it Couldn't in the future, but I, I think it was overpriced. Yeah. Um, Memento wearables, NFLPA, they're doing the ability, they're giving away some wonderful, wonderful wearables. Um, but once again, dude, if they don't have the team's information on it, if they don't have the team on it, I, I, I care 0%. Like I could, I actually care a negative percentage because even the even the logos wouldn't make me care a tremendous amount because I'm not a sports ball person. But without that, these could be high school football jerseys. Like, there's no 
Like, there's nothing that tells me that this is an NFL. Like, this doesn't. It doesn't feel NFL without the NFL team logos, right? To me. Yeah, I, I I like that they're continuing the wearables, but you know, once again, NFLPA without the NFL, it's kind of tough to do the wearables where you're just wearing a jersey that looks like the team color with the player number on it. Um, now, I think they have the ability to have the player's last name on it, which is a little different, but still, and, and it, it's just the limitations with your partnership, so it. Yeah, I hope that they're able to advance it um, for all the sports ball fans out there. I hope that something cool comes of it. And they're continuing on with, uh, this is the MV Motors Blowout Car Room Showroom exclusive sale. What a nice little tongue twister there. Once again, they're doing the bundling of cars and selling them to the showrooms. Like that. And... You get their 75 bundles for sale, $250, $249. And there'll be nine different types of MV motor cars in the bundles. You're going to get three vehicles that are randomly selected. They're 2022 and 2023 models. This is super fun. I really like the idea. Don't let your dark side take over, TMO. I love my dark side. Uh, yeah. Honestly, it's just like, it's a disappointment. I just, I'm, anyway, I'll leave it. Uh, this, I like. I like I like this idea of uh, Upland acting almost as a wholesaler. Um, no, I mean 200, but here's the thing. If you're a car dealership, like, you have to invest in inventory. Um, and so, like, this is an opportunity to really, to do that. Like, and I like that car showrooms should be costly. Like this is, this is a high end. I don't even own one because again, like I, I mean, I could, and it would be awesome, but and, like and the reality is like, you gotta have the money. And with this release, they're selling the 2023 series one UK edition mint one of one. There's only one of these. So that that's being off in this bundle. There's mint number one through three on the 2022 series one. Mints one through three, 2022 series so it's literally one. Like a, these are like true mystery bundles. Yes. Because if you pull that that UK one, that's a $1,000 car. Right? Easy. 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 Actually, probably more than that because it's a series one. Is it a series one R or E? It, it's a 2023 series one UK edition. So it's that UK racer style. I'd be curious how the stats are on it, but right. yeah, but um, it's a, or what 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 series is it allowed to race with? Series like one, what, yeah, but series one what? Because oh, like it's not an E, it, it's not an R, it's just. But like, so when they do the leagues, or I guess they just do all series one races together. Depends on the league. Sure, fair enough. Anyway, yeah, I mean that that's super cool. And then they have a uh, series S. Mints one and number two available. Series T R trim, mints seven through thirteen available. So uh, series two E, mints one through three available for candy red force green gunmetal gray. So I, there's a lot of, lot of nice 
mints that these car dealerships are going to be able to randomly get. So I think this was priced right. I think that it's awesome that they're selling off this inventory, you know, not to the upland players, but to the car dealerships to help build that the industry. Yeah. No, it is. I wish there was a way to to enforce that they had to sell through the, the because I mean the reality is you could just be a collector, but um, I think a lot of them will end up going through. And either way, it's a great incentive to to own a dealership. Um, yeah. Oh, speaking of which, I think I have to pay my dues for mine. Yes. Anyway. Yep. And then they're low semi mints, so. Yeah, and I mean the semis are worth worth a penny too. Yep. So that's awesome. All right. Now and then registration opened today and sale starts on Friday the fifth. So all right. Now for <clears throat> now for the fun stuff. Oh uh, my oh what? This is the fun stuff. Get bent. Get bent. <laughs> Everybody should come by 615 Indiana Street in San Francisco. And, you know, Christmas season's still going on. Some people still have their Christmas lights on. So before the season ends, why don't you grab yourself a Mr. and Mrs. Claus or a Christmas candy cane or a sack of Santa surprises? What's with that look? You just wanted to say sack of surprises. Let's move on. <laughs> Oh, all right. Let's, before we get into the other thing, uh, we did have a one submission for a mashup, and it was very good. I, I enjoyed it. I got a good chuckle out of it. And we'll go ahead and get. You are a chucklehead. Thanks. What we thanks, got? You got queued up? Queuing it up. Why? Hmm. All right. I think I got to load it up into here. So, all right. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. I just had to change tabs. All right. Here's the mix up. Oh, man. Welcome to the podcast. And I already screwed up before we got started. Love the audio. What's going on, Uplanders? Welcome to the first episode of the Upland Property Experts Podcast. Welcome, fellow Uplanders. There's no audio. To an exciting episode uh, of the Uplands Podcast. I am your host, Too Stupid to Win. And as always, thank you for letting me know. I will restart that and share the audio this time. Thank you. Hey, just got to let me know these things. I tried. I was like, nice audio. Obviously sarcastic. Oh, to share audio, share a tab Share a tab or screen instead. Hold on. Let me try. Up oh, there we go. <laughs> the Belch Channel. Facts. Oh, man. Welcome to the podcast. And I already screwed up before we got started. What's going on, Uplanders? Welcome to the first episode of the Upland Property Experts Podcast. Welcome, fellow Uplanders to an exciting episode of the Upix Podcast. I am your host, Too Stupid to Win, and as always, I'm joined by Thank Me Later. How are we doing this evening? I'm doing good. An exciting episode, eh? 
for the first time, I think, in podcast history. I mean, it is winter, so the snowflakes come Christmas out. Christmas cheer. Just spreading that joy. <laughs> bah humbug. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, fill your stocking with coal. And the announcement about the block explorers um, definitely made me do a little happy dance. The last quarter and where they're going for, you know, the first first quarter, first half of the year, so. Yeah, no, it'll be... Uh, It'll be an interesting 2023, I think. Uh, I know we say that literally every year. I was going to say, it's been like, you remember back in the day, it was just like always under maintenance. And you're like, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? You heard it here. Shocking facts that'll blow your mind. <laughs> Get it? San Francisco. San Francisco treat. The gnomes, they're going so quick. Oh, yeah. Come on now. They're being released every three hours, and they're going so quick. A oh, my God. Record to share. Okay. So. Oh, Jesus. Never mind. Anyway, thank you for listening to the Upix <laughs> podcast. Everybody have a great Christmas. Not a chance. <laughs> first double-digit badges. There it is. There it is. World first, double-digit badges. I have 10 badges. Nice. Yeah, get wrecked. 181. That means this episode is a palindrome. There you go. I was so high. Not so epic Christmas challenge. They have the famous ones. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Once that's there. So, what are you doing? (laughs) Clicking things. Jeez, old Pete. I mean, it's the it's the supreme end of twenty (sighs) twenty mega episode. I like it. Hashtag Bitcoin rich. Supreme Mega 2020 end of the year. I don't episode. remember it half of these. <laughs> Do you count one, two, three? Oh, you were watching. Bluetooth in his coffin. M.M. Lang. M.M. Lang. Who the heck is that? Uh, so, like, here is a Porty. I don't know if I can say that name. That's Potty Cam or Potty. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Winneka, but like I don't even know when when Winneka Chuck Chuck who if you're listening uh, Winneka when that, there's no way I'm saying that Winneka Winneka oh man it looks like um no J H I K no no chick Oh, no chick? Easily in Grindart. Man, silver? Murph? Looking at New Orleans. Looking at New Orleans. I don't think New Orleans. New Orleans? New Orleans. Yep, if you're down there, it's New Orleans. Let's see. Blansky. Blansky. Blansky? What up? Oh, where are Rock. 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 Rigo. I always Dr- like Rock. Drigo. Rock. Drigo? Yeah, Rock Drigo. Maybe that's Drigo. why I always say it wrong. Rock Drigo. What up, Rock Drigo? We still have Rock Rito, Rock Drigo backstage. Yeah, because you always want to call it Rock Rigo. Rock Rigo. Mm, gracias. Dang, I want to watch. I might actually watch this episode. A lot. You should just like periodically like put them on while they're not paying attention, like this. Like what? <laughs> 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 Still funny. Still funny. Um, All right, so share. Well, no, I mean, I don't have anything yet. I just more like, 
Well, you know what? Okay, what I was thinking is like it's probably gonna be like. All right, this is gonna give you some insight into how I think, and really, would you? The moral of the story is the shit show is just not in some of the releases in Upland. It happens throughout what the f- throughout <laughs> what the metaverses, you know. So, right, other than that, everybody have happy holidays. Yeah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, whatever you're celebrating. If you don't celebrate, just still be nice to people, and then you can turn into a Grinch in a couple days. It's cool. Uh, yes, take care of yourself. I, I I've been changing it to have a gentle holiday because. Again, holidays can be rough for some people. Not everybody has a happy holiday, so no, they just, don't. Just be gentle to yourself. Oh, there you go. And on a happy note, yes. Well done. Tip of the hat, good sir. We'll hook you up. Congratulations, Rock Drigo. There, thank you for. What did we promise him? A hundred thousand upbacks each. Oh, ow! I got you. I'll get you back on that. Uh, I got. I have sad news for you. Jeez, that's not going to happen for a while. It's, uh, what? It's not going to happen for a while. I got on. Uh, I got on the scale, and it screamed for me to get off. And um, and my five year old's really been body shaming me, so I'm getting bullied by a five year old. So going nice. forward, right now. Now, I, I got to set a better example for my kids. I have to get back in shape. Last year, after Genesis Week, I tacked on about 25 pounds. wasn't really working out. Um, so just got to kind of cut out all the fun stuff right now, all the fun food I like to eat, all the fun things I like to drink, and I'll be back on it. But Whiskey Jim has to go into hibernation for the winter and through the springtime. It might emerge sometime in the summer, but got to get back into shape. Gotta Genesis get, <laughs> week. Got to set good examples for my little ones. I, I can't tell them to eat their vegetables and all that fun stuff if I'm sitting there. Yeah. Getting sloshed at the dinner table? <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. No, get it, cheese. No tequila gym either. It's... Just not setting it down for a little bit. We went through that before, you know, um, 2021 into 2022. I, I took a little hiatus there for about nine months, too. So Whiskey soaked vegetables. <laughs> Ooh, look at that. You go, cheese. Where were you? We just said that. Um, I don't you, know. Were, you were too busy dreaming about your whiskey already. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. Into beer shirt. He's wearing a beer shirt. Uh, I am. Um, says in dog beers, I've only had one. Solid. Absolutely. Tequila has zero calories. That's (laughs) not true, but (laughs) sounds good. Sounds good. All right, Upland Totems. They announced what the life cycle is going to sort of look like and how it's going to start, and it is starting next week. Man, I t- I, before I go on, because you know I got thoughts. Yes. Before I unleash my nonsense, give me your thoughts. I, I did find it interesting that they were also going to allow people that own a totem to buy additional protum. I was surprised by that. 
And they also stated they'll be making a significant quantity of Protom available for purchase. So that makes sure anybody wants it if they need it. Um, Stash, I'm on air. Wait, is that true? Stash was just calling me. Uh, Is what true? You get a badge if you activate within the first 24 hours? I figured you'd be all over that. Yeah, I miss, miss that. Yeah, no, I need to make sure... Well, because they go in cycles, right? So I need to make sure I have whatever the first yeah. cycle is going to be. So the first cycle opens up and you have the 24 hours to, so Tuesday, January 9th, 9 a.m. Pacific time. So that's 11 a.m. your time. As long as you activate it on Tuesday the 9th, you'll be able to get your badge. Now, there's a five-day window to activate your totems. And anywhere in those five days can activate it if you don't activate it in the five days you miss the whole cycle but now i thought like some like will it be all cycles for or all totems for all cycles or only certain totems for certain cycles from it didn't specify but it talks about yeah this is what having the 11 different you got the 11 different life forms and you have the six archetypes of their earnings so it sounds like they're all going to be active in the first cycle okay because the way it made it sound it was like there was because when they first released it it was like an animal and a and a tree and so it was like we we were like oh it's like the pollinators and the whatever right um and so i thought I thought the way it was going to work is like different so it wouldn't be all of them active at the first but it sounds like they're all going to get active so okay so now that we got more information on it do you feel like this information makes them worth more than they were previously so now that we got more information do you, are you like ooh totems are now worth more or now that the information is released you're like ooh i, I not mean so much. the the purpose of the pro the purpose of the totem is them to test life and it's going to give you protom and your protom is going to turn into stem once they release stem um interesting is i wonder if you just they said there's going to be enough do you just buy it and sit on it and wait for it to turn to stem later on or depending on what style totems you have you got to play with it i I like that it's no clear-cut path depending on what your totem is and the different attributes because, you know, your life form, what the life form is, is the output. Now, I'm curious, the, you know, your, your rarer ones, are they going to have a higher output? You know, the gorilla was a really low mint totem. So is that going to be a higher output? And then the style, that's your input. And the color is your frequency. And the frequency, they said, is anywhere from zero to 50 hours that you have to, you know, provide your totem with more protom. And if you, you can underfeed it, you can overfeed it. They don't tell you the exact amount. And if you overfeed it, that extra protom's gone. It's just spent. You don't get it back, and it doesn't help your totem at all. And it just says, hey, you should probably do better than that with feeding it. And then if you don't feed it enough, it's like, hey, you didn't feed it enough. And you have to, and you can't feed it right away because then you feed it too early in its cycle. So for the people that acquired a bunch of these, I've seen some properties with 20, 30, 50 of these things on it. I don't know how they're going to manage it for the whole cycle. 
Uh, yeah, wait. So Boulder is saying not selling the token that turns the stem, selling the food. So I think in this it's all the same. Protom, you protom is what you feed it, and it gives you yeah. protom out. Protom in, yeah. protom out. Protom in, protom out. In the actual game, it'll be stem. I think it's just stem is just used and then generates stem or generates life. Yeah. I still, I still don't understand like the actual like how this translates into. Yeah, protum will turn into stem in the future for sure. So protum to stem is a one to one. Right now, protum is both the food and the output. So it's the input and the output, which I, I feel like if if I had 30 totems, and the thing that really caught my attention was, A, that five-day window. Like if you don't activate all your totems within the first five days, like you're out for that entire cycle. Also, there are some pretty strict penalties depending on your type. Like if you miss cycles, you're out. Like... And yeah. if you imagine having like one that's like every four hours, like you have to wake up in the middle of the night every night for four hours, or you're not going to be out of you're not going to be able to maintain it at all. Zero to fifty two hours, like what do you mean? So if I get one that's every hour that I have to feed it, well that's effed. Like there's no chance that you maintain that for a month. It's going to be weird. But here's the thing: it's that it says so. It's the optimum spend is protum spent in a time window that sits in the middle of the interval. So your optimal interval frequency is somewhere between zero to 50 hours. So say the, you know, if it's a seven hour, as you're saying, you know, three and a half hours, you know, that's the optimal time to feed it. You can feed it up to seven hours, but you want to hit that sweet spot of three and a half hours for a whole month. You got to wake up in the middle of the night to feed this thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, some yeah, and it, I know that there's a variety of penalties, but the fact that there's penalties at all, I mean, that is that's a lot of pressure. Right. Like as someone like I play games for fun. Like th- this sounds like legit work. Um now granted, the rewards are I mean, think of how valuable stem or think about how valuable spark is right now. Um and so we don't know what the conversion on this stuff is going to be. Uh, we don't know the net value. Presumably, it's going to be pretty high. Um, this is what you're going to need to make life in Upland. Like, that's plants. That's animals. Like, there's a huge upside. Like, people love their plants and animals. Like, so I get it. I'm. It's going to be interesting. Um, and the and the four different four different penalties are possible. You know, each time you miss the opportunity you have a yield reduction. And basically, if you miss enough, your yield becomes nothing and you're done for the rest of the cycle. Or, you know, every time you miss the opportunity, it shortens by one interval. So, you know, you're going to stop earning your rewards sooner. But another one's a little more lenient. You can miss five and that's okay. But if you miss that sixth one, your totem stops yielding rewards immediately. So that's that could be really bad depending on how quickly your interval is. And then number four is like, eh, no penalties. You can do whatever and you'll be okay. 
Yeah. So, and, and again, like, did it, I saw that, but then did it say what attribute that's tied to and how do you know? Like, I want to go buy those. Well, you don't know. And then even the earning curves, there's, you know, the archetypes, but it sounds like even though there's six archetypes, they're going to be different based off of, you know, I don't, I don't know where that's going to go. Is that going to fall under the capacity or is it under the stamina, which would be your scale, your base, so many variables in it. And then just figuring out, you figuring out in your cycle of, Hey, is this in a hockey stick shape? And at first I thought the hockey stick was pointing down that it would go up and then drop off, but they have it go up and then shoot up, which, oh, okay. Yeah. So it would be like, it would be like a slow build. And so like you get a little bit of yield, but if you keep doing it, like, and you make it all the way through the month on it, like your last ones are going to just be pumping out massive yield. Yeah. Um, That's kind of cool. The wave one's interesting. You'll have to time. First, you got to recognize that it's in a wave, and you're like, oh, crap, I'm in a wave. Then you have to figure, and no wave's the same, so you got to figure out which height you want to get. I'm intrigued by it, but the people with a lot of these, they're, they're going to have a lot of work. So if I have a dozen or so totems, I could presumably focus on feeding my four or five best ones. Yeah, but, like, that's the thing. So I think... I'm trying to think if totem prices between now and January 9th, are they going to go up or down? I think they kind of, this, I think think that they're going to go down. I, because like, I don't want to own 20 of them. Like, I think if I owned 20 of them, I'd be like, Oh man, I want to offload some of my smaller, like ones. I'm going to make some guesses on the attributes that are like less rare because honestly, um, like, like B man says, like I'm probably only going to be out of focus on my my best ones. Um, yeah, I, enable I, one for the first cycle. Orange frequency. Get the badge, and the community will work out what's worthwhile. It, yeah, that's true. But what? What if you? <laughs> <laughs> that that's also true, there, Dan. Um. <laughs> But that's the other thing. Yeah, okay, only enable one, but how, how do you gauge? I, because there's no cap. They said that there's going to, there's the potential of having a cap on how much protum you can earn in a cycle from a totem. So, at least the first one sounds a little more forgiving. At least you can experiment there, figure it out so you can optimize it. They haven't told us how many cycles there will be. They haven't told well, us how at least between five, cycles. Right? Yeah. Sorry, kids. I know you're hungry. We'll feed you in 52 hours. <laughs> Is what you get for being greedy. Sell some while it's hot. Yeah. So at least five cycles. I think so. They said at least five cycles. Yeah. So I would expect this to go till at least Genesis week. I think Genesis week will announce maybe. I, I don't expect. I expect life to be out by the end of the year at this point, right? I expect 2024 to be the year of life. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't think that they'll do it at Genesis week, but probably shortly after STEM for Genesis. Yeah. I think that they'll do some, there'll definitely be some big STEM announcements at Genesis. There's no doubt about that. Um, but I don't think, I don't think that they'll have the conversion ready for, I don't want the, I don't actually want the conversion yet for, 
I think that I want them to spend a little bit more time, make sure that it's well-baked. They need to get their life uh, IO stuff too, right? They, I don't know how that, uh, that program's going. So they run that organization that's digitally cataloging all life forms on earth to uh, a standardization. So, yeah. And if, if we're starting January 9th, you have a window, the 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th, and 14th to activate your totem. So it's a 30-day cycle. Everything's not ending at the same time. You figure there'll be a rest or a recovery period, and they haven't said how long that's going to be. Is it a week before the next cycle starts? Is it two weeks? Is it a couple of days? You know, they'll make sure it's outside of that five-day window, so you still don't. I would imagine they wouldn't start another cycle while you still have some finishing up the first cycle or second cycle. Yeah, and they'll probably need time to tabulate the results. Um, I would imagine that they're going to want to take it back, see how they performed, how the community did, um, and then make any adjustments. So I would expect a week or two between cycles, especially the first one. I I would Uh, think the first one would be longer just as they're figuring it out and as they – dial it in they'll get shorter and shorter yeah sparklet at at, uh genesis week that's very possible yep spark sparklet listing with life announcement and life by the end of the year yeah um also transportation yeah but and going for the trifecta no rock rock says no to they still got a lot of work to do there when um, Genesis week? First week of July. June, not July. June? June. For, oh, then definitely won't be right about it. First week in June. Man, that'll be here before you know it. Yeah, 20, I think I counted like 21 weeks to Genesis week or something like that. 21 weeks. We need a Genesis week countdown, eh? Yeah. Now, Edan and Dirk did say that they haven't planned it out yet, and they'll get to that in late January, early February, so we should be having details a little bit later. Saving up for Canada. Fair enough. All right. What what were your other thoughts I, as you read through this multiple times? It's a lot. I, I think it's – I mean, A, I'm happy. This is like the first true gamification Um I will be absolutely fascinated to watch who uh, games the system efficiently. I think that there's definitely going to be, as with any sort of gamification like this, there's going to be some massive outliers uh, that absolutely go nuts or figure out a way to break the game. And I can't wait to see that um, and see how Upland handles that. That's always a fun part of something like this. Um, So I will be fascinated. If you know stories... Um, whether it's yourself or somebody else who has a cool or interesting experience with the totems when they get activated or have something, an experience you want to share or thoughts, please let us know. Um, It's definitely something that we will be actively reporting on throughout. Uh, I think it'll be a game mechanic that uh, both Too Stupid and I actively participate in. Um, Yeah. Do you need me? Right, we do need interns. Do you want to be our intern, B-Man? Absolutely. Need, need all the help we can get. Um, all right. Speaking of that, we do have people that did throw their names in with the hashtag. So we still have another cart from DTech to give away. We ran out of time last week. So we have one more go kart to give away. Nice. 
Wait, what, what's our hashtag? Oh, wait. No, the, you had to uh, put Well, this is for the people week. that... Yeah. Got it. Okay. So, we'll spin that. I know that was the most talked about. The other prizes I'll spin offline and let you guys know who wins that. So, this is for the D-Tech Gold Cart that we have. Goldie. Gold Dye Peps. Zero by 46. Go ahead, message me too stupid to win. Goldie PP'd. Oh, Goldie PP'd. Yep. Goldie PP'd. You're all over. Hey, I thought we weren't talking about Vegas. (laughs) Uh, Goldie, go ahead and message me and I will arrange. Let me know your YouTube name along with your in-game name and we will get your go-kart set up. The other prizes I will get out to you, be messaging or announcing on the show next week because we are I definitely want to stay I don't want to leave um, push them wrong buttons push all the wrong buttons um, don't want to keep everybody too long as we run through the other the other look surprises what I got. look what I got in the mail oh you can't see it is it your water bottle no no god that would no. be impressive <laughs> What a virtual background, and I'm sorry because my background is dirty, but uh, look at this. I got an hourglass that contains a hundred carats of diamonds. What? Like, actually. Whoa. That is an hourglass with a hundred carats of diamonds in it. Curiosity box. The, it's this really cool. If you haven't seen it, it's by these guys. Vsauce, actually one of the old MythBusters. Like they send these quarterly things. Look, official curiosity box. So cool. Anyway, I got a, a timer, uh, uh, an hourglass with a hundred carats, certified hundred carats of diamonds in it. Um, really cool. Makes you think about the value of things and whatnot, um, and what we place value on. Yeah. So anyway. I just wanted to show it off. That's pretty cool. Gold See, I'm playing gold dust. Like, are you referencing the gold dust from the old WWE? Oh, gold dust. <laughs> That's a throwback. It is. It is. Um, what else do you have before we get out? All right. Well, I got, I got oh, a yeah, you big, got a big announcement. Yep. I got a big announcement. Um, so starting this Saturday, um, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, we are doing a new, uh, we're bringing back, uh, and we'll stream it on, uh, Upex World Twitch, uh, but also, so my, my roommate, who is an artist, um, she is starting up an art competition, and, hold on, I'll share this... Uh, always be creating is what it's going to be called. Uh, snail spacing, uh, snails pacing, uh, or snail spacing, depending on how you read it, um, is her handle. Um, and so we're working on getting all of her socials set up. She is a terrific artist. She's actually, uh, and I'm going to mess up. I should have written her credentials around. She's a, a She's got uh, uh, a degree in uh, some sort of design. Oh, man. 
industrial design and the theater major. She's a double major, industrial design and theater. Um, fantastic artist. Uh, what we're going to be doing, well, it'll all be detailed out on Saturday. Um, but the idea is it's going to be a monthly competition. It's not really a competition. It's going to be a monthly art showcase. Um, each month, she's going to provide a prompt uh, that artists can then submit a piece of art to. Uh, we actually have eight months worth of prompts already picked. Uh, artists can submit one piece per month uh, for the prompt. They don't have you don't have to do it every single month. You can just do it the months you want. Uh, those pieces of art will then be made into uh, wax uh, pieces that will be sold unlimited mints. Uh, I think we'll probably do ten wax each. It'll be super cheap. Uh, and it's going to be a competition. Essentially, whoever mints the most uh, wins that month. And for each artist, whoever, whatever patron mints the most of their art gets the artist proof. Um, so this is going to follow uh, very similar. If you remember 1111, it's going to be the same premise that these. the plan is to use this art. And spoiler, if you have the 1111 stuff, we are still working on getting the rights and everything to be able to leverage that as was promised originally. I have not given up on that. Um, we will. We are still working on that. So do not, if you own some of those pieces, they're amazing and can definitely be worth a lot of money down the line. So don't just get rid of them. Definitely want to keep an eye on that. But we're, we're doing a couple new things. So again, it's unlimited mints that, and they'll act like the stickers. You'll be able to use them one off and burn them for cool things. And if you buy the most, you get the artist proof, which will be a one-of-one artist proof of the original. But here's the cool thing. The top artist each month, so if your piece mints the most in that month, you get to work with myself and my art team, and we are going to take that piece of art, and it's going to be used as an inspiration for an in-game item for Upland, um, either a structure ornament or an asset um, a, a physical asset. So the top artist each month is going to have one of their designs brought into layer one through one of the UpEx world uh, manufacturing. Additionally, the top three artists each month are going to have an opportunity to work with our art team and have physical merch created and promoted um, through the UpEx world store, which will be coming back. So that means if you're one of the top three artists, we will work to actually have that art be created into a T-shirt or a mug or a phone case, much like we've seen with other art, but we'll actually work with you and then have that promoted. Um, and so we got a, a layer two art that's going to be brought into layer one that's going to be used in layer two and also rendered in the real world. So we like, and it's going to be very easy to submit we're removing a lot of the barriers. Uh, there's still going to be some rules like no complete AI. Like you have to, you have to actually, you know, make it. Um, but other than that, like we want it to be very easy for anybody to jump in at any point that they want. There's no pressure. Uh, all the pieces are going to be super cheap. There's no large auctions. You just buy the pieces you want. And if you happen to mint the most, then you win the artist proof. Um, more details and all of that, as well as the prompt for January will be announced on Saturday. And so it'll be the first Saturday of every month. 
will be the start of the event. And then the last Saturday of the month is when your submissions are due and the close. So that's it's first to last Saturday. So this Saturday, we're going to announce the first word or first prompt, I should say. Um, and then that will be due at the end of the month. But we're actually going to give all the way to August. So we're going to give you eight months worth of prompts. So that way, if there's one prompt that really speaks to you, that'll give you time to work on it. So you don't have to submit every month. You can just pick the months you want and really go in on ones that you want or do it every month. It's completely up to you. We really want to make this accessible to as many people as possible um, and throw in a lot of exciting stuff. We'll be doing weekly updates um, and she'll be streaming live with me as well. Um, so should be good times. Awesome. And then, yes, make sure Tosshead, all of the artists, all of the Upland artists, uh, definitely, we want to get them involved. This is a great opportunity um, to collaborate and, and just another outlet for artists. Um, and so we're really excited to bring back, I know, uh, with 11.11 and really Upex World in general, kind of, uh, you know, being off. Oh, I like the hashtag snail. That's cool. I like that little snail. She loves snails. So that's that's her thing. So anyway. Don't um, turtles eat snails? Do turtles eat snails? Uh, escargot, I don't know. <laughs> um, that's turtle and snail, uh, slow and steady. That's, that's her motto. That's definitely my motto. Uh, and I think that's what we're going to go into 2024. Slow and steady wins the race. We are, we are at the start line of something big. Um, yes, we are, we are very excited. I am everything kind of aligned uh, for us to be able to collaborate on this in a very cool way. Uh, so it's, it's kind of perfect. Yeah. And then don't forget to stop by 615 Indiana Street. Get your map assets. Get your map assets. Definitely check out Thank Me Later's stream on Saturday on the Upex World Twitch. Are you doing YouTube with it or just the Twitch? Um, it'll probably be on YouTube as well. I, I think we're going to have uh, snail space, uh, snail, snail spacing um, YouTube as well. I got to figure out. But, yeah, definitely Upex World. It'll be streamed all on the Upex stuff. Uh, refers to the book Always Keep Moving. Oh, no, I didn't know there was a book, Always Keep Moving. That's kind of cool. No, Always Be Creating, ABC. Um, it's kind of a it's, – it's also a pun of Always Be Selling. Um, always Be really, Closing. Always Be Closing, that's what it was. ABC, Always Be Closing. Uh, but we wanted to be less aggressive. Always Be Creating, uh, plus her artist handle. She goes by Always. She signs her art as Always. Uh, she's done that for a while. So um, it was a additional play on that, so. And yeah. also make sure you're checking out the High Park Ninjas on their streams twice a week. They put a video up and then Shack Attack is has her channel up and running. Go over there, like and subscribe to that channel. And Let's go. More cheese on Fridays and the Goldsmith on Tuesdays. Definitely check all them out. Man, yeah, we definitely need to get a calendar, right? It sounds like seven days a week you can catch amazing content almost at this point. Absolutely. The more the merrier. Let's go, fam. All right. Um, until next week, everybody be safe. Have fun. Oh, um, I'm going to go jump into the plaza after this if anybody wants to hang out in the plaza. I know it's Ooh. been a minute since we've been in the cafe of the plaza. So if you're watching us live in the Upland Plaza, I'll be there soon after the show. So, And anybody's welcome to join. All right. Yeah. Until then, next week, be safe. Have fun. See you out there in the metaverse.
the Ovix Podcast, with the property expert. If it's happening in Upland, it's the place you want to check first. With your host who's stupid to win and thank you later. Bringing a strategy, musical charts with all the data. This is Upland, where the metaverse goes down. Genesis and Fran, the Rio and all around. Don't miss a week, you never know what they'll say next. It's the Upland Property Access, baby, UPX.